0: Okay, so you've got the gloves on, or maybe your spouse does, which, for some of us poor husbands, is even more frightening. You poor thing. (laughs) Now what? Is there any way to be in conflict and do it right? Welcome to the Only You Forever podcast. If you want
1: to build a thriving, passionate marriage, we've got the research, the truth, and the answers you've been looking for. And now, here are your hosts... Caleb and Verlinda
0: Simone Gendel. Hey everybody, this is episode number 34. And we are serving up round three of our fighting series today. So we're talking about doing right, doing it right. We're talking about fighting. Mm -hmm. Verlinda, should we do a quick recap? Yep, I think we should. Okay, episode number 32 was why fighting is good for your marriage.
1: Yeah, I think one of the key takeaways from that was That avoiding is worse than conflict over the long term. Mm -hmm. And so we gave five ways that conflict can be extremely productive for intimacy and marriage.
0: Absolutely. And then in episode 33, we talked about fighting styles. Three were decent, two were not. Yeah. Of the three, the most ideal is the validator style.
1: Yeah. But you got to make it real. Yeah. So even at that one of the vulnerabilities. With it. Yeah. I think you can just go ahead there. (laughs)
0: Let's uh, try that one again. So you got to make it real. And even at that, one of the vulnerabilities is that you sort of get to be experts, but you lose some of the heat that spices up marriage with unpredictability, spontaneity, Mm -hmm. all that good stuff. So if you want to learn what your style is, be sure to get episode number 33, have a listen or head over to oyflink slash 33 to read the show notes. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, we're working on an ebook on fighting where we go into greater detail on this and reveal even more of the research to help you effectively navigate your way through marital conflict. So make sure you sign up on our website to be the first to hear about this when it is released. But today, Verlinda, let's talk about ground rules, regardless of your style, Mm -hmm. even if you're the validator style and you're good at making up afterwards and all that good stuff. There's some things that are good to do and some things that you really should not do when you're in conflict.
1: Mm -hmm. So what are they?
0: Okay, so I want to talk about fighting that puts the marriage at risk.
1: Okay, let's go over fighting again. What is a fight?
0: Uh, Marital conflict. It's where everybody's getting wound up. Mm -hmm. There's a high degree of emotional reactivity. Mm -hmm. And uh, things aren't getting solved. And maybe one person's avoiding or withdrawing or feels overwhelmed or is placating. It can go all sorts of different ways, but... There's an upset between husband and wife.
1: Okay. So there's an upset there.
0: And it's everything, all the styles all the way from, from uh, oh, like that's scary. Let's both back off from that and pretend that never happened and not talk about it. Mm-hmm. Which is the avoiding style all the way through to the very volatile. Hostile. Like people are like, oh, are they going to kill each other? The neighbors can hear them. and
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's a fight. Yeah. So obviously there's fighting that puts marriage at risk. Right. And then...
0: There's fighting that puts people at risk. Okay. Now that's kind of going down the abuse road, which we yeah. we're not really dealing with here.
1: Right. That's why I wanted to clarify fighting. Okay. It's not like this abusive. is not physical. Yeah.
0: No. Okay. All right. So there's things you can do, Rolanda, when you fight, not that you ever fight. That yeah. aren't that aren't catastrophic at one point in time. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. you can do them and it's you know, it's not the nuclear bomb that's the end of it. But cumulatively it's an issue. Okay. So It may build up over time. So from Hansel and Segrin in the Journal of Family Communications, I found this article, uh, research they did, published in 2009. Things like exploding and getting out of control, just giving in to your spouse every single time, or withdrawing, shutting down, refusing to talk.
1: So those are things that aren't catastrophic when they're done once, but if they're done in the long term, that's an issue in your marriage. Yes. Okay.
0: They wear down your spouse if you stop and think about them, right? Okay. So, and each one of those will wear down your spouse in different ways. And they all cause stress Mm -hmm. in your spouse. And, and what's going to happen is your spouse is just going to have less and less ability to deal with this over time. Like, I'm just going to get sick of you exploding and going crazy every time. Like, yeah, we, here we go again. You know what I mean? Okay. Or, you know, you cave in and I never feel like I can get anywhere with you because you just cave every time. It's like. Give me something I can respond to. You know what I mean? Instead of disappearing on me. Right. Okay. Or withdrawing. It's like, hello, is anybody in there? So I'm going to have to get out, like we talked about previously, we're going to have to break out bigger and bigger guns to try and get through the wall.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Okay. So we want to watch for things, you know, that aren't like instantly fatal, but it's like radiation slowly builds up to a fatal disease. Okay. So I want to link to another study that's related to this or the thought, the conclusions are related to this, I should say by Rodriguez and Margolin and family process. That was 2013. So it's pretty fresh. Husbands are more reactive to in the moment behaviors. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wives have a greater stress response to previous and more chronic experiences of marital aggression. So the husband in a conflict will tend to get stressed and then calm down afterwards. Whereas the wife, she has this stress loads that just builds and builds. This is a gender difference they observe.
1: So the, kind of like carrying a grudge. Yes. You don't forget it.
0: Yes. Mm. The the nice way of putting that is that wives carry their marital conflict history with them.
1: They don't forget anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Yeah. So they get charged up more quickly, though.
1: The next time. The next time. Because they remember it It's like, oh, we're going down
0: that path. I'm going down that path, too. Here we go. Right. Right. So this type of sort of ongoing, unresolved conflict that puts the marriage at risk. And all three of those uh, behaviors, exploding, getting out of control, giving into your spouse, the withdrawal... You're caving in on the problem rather than actually making peace. They never solve, right? Yeah. Either it's so scary I have to back off or you've disappeared on me or you've withdrawn and shut down and somehow we just never conclude. Yeah. Okay. And that's the issue. So one of the critical ground rules that we want to have when we're fighting is to learn to resolve our conflict, actually resolve it and to do that in healthy, functional ways and to and do that to the point of being completely diffused, preferably every time. Right. After every conflict. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Okay. So that kind of brings us to the issue of perpetual problems. You keep butting heads over the same thing. You just can't make peace about it. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we covered with specific strategies in our talk to me 101 e-course. Yeah. And uh, we're going to have that published on the website again soon. You can pick it up there. We really cover that stuff in the third session, but you need to watch the first two before you go there. Yeah. Obviously. So <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. But let's just talk here about good and bad behavior. And actually I want to kind of, if I can just plug them and use the three categories that usually come up in research, there's destructive Behavior in conflict, there's constructive behavior in conflict, and then there's withdrawal behaviors. Okay? Okay. So destructive behaviors include really negative reactions to marital problems, things like yelling, insults, criticism, just being belligerent and showing contempt.
1: Those are very destructive.
0: Very. Okay. Constructive behaviors are clearly positive reactions, such as saying nice things, Mm -hmm. calmly discussing the problem, and actively listening. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. So would empathy be one of those two? Yeah. Be constructive?
0: Yes. And verbalizing it. Yes. Putting words to it. Withdrawal behaviors include disengaging from the conflict or the person. It may include things like actually leaving the situation entirely or just kind of checking out. You're still there, but you're keeping quiet. Okay? Okay. So this is all from an article in the Journal of Marriage and Family Therapy. So we want to kind of think about these three groups and which way we're going. Because Gottman, when he did a study in this with his colleagues, they found that the destructive behaviors predicted divorce up to seven years later amongst newlyweds. -hmm. Like it was a predictor when they see this, it's like, okay, there's a good chance of divorce coming seven years down the road if you're newlywed. For longer married couples that averaged about five years of marriage, they see it divorce coming about 14 years later. It's actually start, they start predicting divorce from these um, destructive behaviors. Wow. So it's corrosive, right? It's kind of coming back to that thing. This is a long term erosion of your marriage bond. Your mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So
1: every marriage has conflict. Like no two people right. see eye to eye all the time. Right. So that's why this is so important. Right. To get these tools and use them.
0: Right. So the, I think the goal is not no conflict because how could you have no conflict? That's just avoiding or withdrawing. Yeah. The goal is healthy conflict. Yeah. Right. All right. So we're better off with conflict than withdrawing from conflict. I think it's really kind of bringing that home, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Now, constructive behaviors, when they look to them, they actually led to improvements in the evaluation of the marriage. So you go through the conflict. If you engage in constructive behaviors, there's more stability, there's greater satisfaction, even though those behaviors are coming in the context of you disagreeing. Okay. Makes sense? Yeah. There's the research again, right? So you got to go through it. And, but if you go through it right, you actually lead, you get to a better place than if you didn't go through it. Okay. So it just kind of points out that agreement is not critical to happy marriage. But good behavior when you're disagreeing is.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, we can get complicated and all this stuff, but I want to give a key takeaway for this, right? So if we remember nothing else from this episode and you're listening today and you're out walking or you're driving or whatever, this is the summary point of a whole ton of research by Dr. Gottman. Again, a world-class expert in marital conflict. It's the key. So one one sentence, and this is actually going to be in plain English. Are you ready for it? All right. Skills. These are marriage skills like in conflict. Okay. Skills based on gentleness work best to produce happy and lasting relationships. So we want gentle fights. Skills based on gentleness work best. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. Proverbs chapter 15, verse one, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. You can go thousands of hours of research or a simple proverb from 3000 years ago. Hmm. Same conclusion.
1: Yeah. Well then what's the opposite of gentleness?
0: Well, that's a good question because you might think, well, being angry is the opposite of gentle, but it's not mm-hmm. really. It's unlike gentleness. Yeah. But harshness is the opposite of gentleness. Harshness is being destructive.
1: So even if you're not mad, you can still be harsh and use yes. very cutting
0: words. See, anger, well, I'm going to say this and then explain it. Anger is not a dangerous emotion. Okay. Now, okay. in some contexts with an abusive partner or spouse, anger is a dangerous emotion.
1: Because when they get angry, all the other stuff comes out.
0: Yes. Like the physical violence or the verbal abuse or whatever. Okay. But okay. that exception aside in in healthy functioning couples or even in slightly dysfunctional couples, like most of us are, mm-hmm. anger is not dangerous to the bond. But harshness is because harshness brings out those destructive behaviors, like the yelling, the criticism, contempt, stonewalling, which just means I'm not listening to you. Like talk to the hand, the face doesn't care. Hmm. Defensiveness, belligerence. Those come from harshness. Mm-hmm. So even when we're angry, we need to be gentle and that's possible. It's hard to do, but it's possible. Yeah. Do, you, do you agree with that? You think that's yeah. reasonable? Well,
1: I'm just kind of thinking it through. Okay. So, I mean, the ground rules, as we called this episode, yeah, means like no harshness. Yeah. You can summarize it in that yeah. two words, even though it means so much more.
0: Yes, and then just thinking about what harshness looks like and think about what gentleness looks like. I'm not I don't want to communicate to our audience that you can never be angry because we get angry yeah. with each other when we fight, right? Yeah. But one thing I think we're learning or have learned a good deal of and we probably learned not perfect, more than
1: me, I think.
0: Right, but yelling, like personal attacks, yeah, no. belligerent, no.
1: Just make that a rule that that never comes in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's thinking about how Really being able to stay with yourself and stay present, being okay with angry that's maybe coming at you or anger that you're feeling, but being determined just to respond gently because we're in a marriage here.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: and it's in one way saying that conflict is okay, but how I do my conflict, that needs to be okay too.
1: Yeah. And I was just thinking to a conflict we had not too long ago. And you, like you needed to say something, which I didn't want to hear. Mm-hmm. But because you did it in a gentle way, Mm -hmm. like I had to go, oh, you might be right. Mm -hmm. You know, but if you had done that in a harsh way, Mm -hmm. I'd have just written you off and like enough of it. What about
0: you doing this or that? And you know, that's, we all go down that road. Yeah. Some of us.
1: I think this goes back to our episode in defensiveness. Yeah. Like being willing to take, receive influence. Right. But that influence needs to be done in a constructive, healthy, gentle way. Right. Yeah.
0: But you see, me bringing that thing up, that caused conflict, right? So we can't, the conflict is inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. So we're kind of coming back to that again. But again, this point that we need to find ways to have it that are healthy. Yeah. That are not. And
1: I mean, in the long term, mm-hmm. what you said is benefiting our marriage, mm-hmm. even though I didn't want to hear it at the time. Mm-hmm. So that's where there was a conflict, but you used healthy, gentle
0: mm-hmm. words. And And then
1: we could move on.
0: And you received it the same way too. Right. So that worked well too, because if you'd you'd come back really defensive right off the bat, I would have been like, okay, she didn't get that. I'm going to have to like get the 10 pound sledgehammer out now and really kind of pound this one through the wall. Yeah. Yeah. So it goes both ways. Is that all good? So even when we're angry, Verlinda, we need to be gentle. It's hard to do, but if you want to think about, and I don't know if this is just sort of a little bit of my business background wants to use this word, but think about the word leveraging where you can apply like a small amount of force to do a large amount of moving, right?
1: Okay, So if you
0: want to leverage conflict for taking your marriage to the next level, you need to be convinced and committed to the fact that a soft answer, a gentle response works better. Yeah. Whether that's committed by faith because God says it or committed because it's in the research or both. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know this is going to work and you're committed to your spouse. So you're going to, it's a self-control.
1: And this goes both ways too. Like when- when we're getting gentleness, but there's a lot of weight in those words,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we need to learn to accept it as well in yeah. gentleness.
0: And see the care and the concern. Yeah. And somebody willing to take a risk who loves me dearly to say something that they're probably a little scared saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And receive that as yeah. a gesture of love, even though it's not what I want to hear.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like none of us like to find out about ourselves that there's a part that still needs improving.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and no. I like to think we're there, right?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. But we all need improving. Uh,
0: Yes, we do. Especially you. Uh, Thank you, dear. (laughs) So that all good? Yeah. Okay. That's all for today's episode. Now, we've talked about a lot of important things today and over the last couple episodes. But next week's episode (laughs) is the clincher. Because Gottman also found in his research that 84% of couples who did a terrible job of fighting were still married six years later, if and only if they did what we're going to talk about next week
1: oh nothing like leaving them hanging
0: oh there's a cliffhanger for you yeah okay
1: so that's all for today's episode you can get the full show notes at oyflink slash 34 and remember we're here to help build thriving passionate marriages so if this was helpful to you we'd love it if you could help us spread the word share this with others who would also be blessed by it and tell us too because we like to hear as well so thanks and we'll see you next week Thank you for listening to the OnlyYouForever.com podcast. Please help us reach and influence a wider audience by rating and reviewing our podcast at OnlyYouForever.com slash love. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.